What is going on, everyone? Welcome into episode 22 of the Connected by Scenes podcast. After a uh, long about Jimmy and his rooster, classic yeah. Jimmy and his rooster. Uh, after yeah. a long layoff, the trio back together. Older brother Garrett Smith. Eight-year MLB vet Danny Espinoza and Seth Smith along here with you. Um, back again, a little time off. We each had a little something we had to deal with uh, each day, each week, something coming up that kind of kept us from being able to hop on. But here we are, excited to get back. And uh, let's talk about some of those moments. Uh, we usually go into the highs and lows. Um, obviously, it's been a couple weeks for us, but... Um, busy times for me. Um, some things that stand out took an awesome trip to Big Bear. Uh, just happened to be the first snow of the sne- season. Um, <laughs> up there with my lady and oh my gosh, I have not even driven in snow, never put chains on any of that. And we checked all of the boxes off that weekend. Uh, it was <laughs> freaking, it was an adventure, but rewarding to be able to uh, say we did it. Um, it was got down to about six degrees and the best part about it the entire week after we left it was like highs of 50s 60s but the three days we were there it never got warmer than like 37 um but it was awesome awesome. yeah it was no i think it's freaking sweet yeah it was we had a blast uh the drive had me losing sleep uh but no it it worked out it was a good time (laughs) um broadcasting is also for me What's that? Nice. Oh, I was going to say something about the snow, but like for those that might not know, it wasn't like a, you know, a couple of flakes or the first snow. Oh, no. Freaking dumb. You got no, like, a, like inches, eight inches. Like, inches yeah. of snow. It was absolutely dumping. Um, and even the locals there when we were outside the cabin or whatever, they're scooping the snow out, like loving it. But at the same time, like looks like Thanksgiving came early. So even no one was ready for yeah. it. Um, but it was yeah. for us, I mean, shit, two weeks before that, Pretty we, awesome. we were like planning, like, well, we could maybe hop on a kayak and go on the lake. Like the weather looks nice. <laughs> two weeks later, it was six degrees and you're sitting your ass in the cabin in front of a fire, you know? Um, but it was awesome. It was a good time. And like I just said, broadcasting is back for me. Uh, college basketball starting this week, nice. um, has me with. A, a job for now hopefully who knows how long that that's gonna last with everything and the cancellations but um man to get some emails and and just that conversation of we might be back uh is, is pretty exciting so exciting um yeah, yeah awesome. it's been shit nine months or something like that so that's the longest i've been without a headset since i've started this so i'm what looking forward to We've that been doing this yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, it's not the same, although you guys do keep me the on the toes. You do keep me on, on my toes, like broadcast. Uh, <laughs> play play. Um, but no, those are, those are just a couple of things that stand out for me. Um, not many lows during all this, which is, which is awesome. Um, still on the restaurant grind and dealing with uh, something changing every day. People can eat inside, not eat, eat inside, outside only, takeout. It's, it's a mess, but... Uh, things are all good here. How about you two? 
Well, I'll uh, hop on as a mosquito flies at my face. Um, so the last uh, the last few weeks, I mean, like you said, we've all been busy. But just to clarify for for all you listeners out there, everybody's okay. It wasn't like oh, we yeah. had to yeah. take time yeah. off for yeah. any particular reason. Um, other than we're out here just living our best life, having a freaking grand old time. Uh, I mean, I've. <laughs> I was in Vegas at a tournament. Um, as that's just crushing his his glass of wine I don't, guy now. Big wine yeah. guy now. I've known Seth for about twenty nine years, and I'm not gonna lie, this is the first time I've ever seen him pinkies up with a freaking glass of wine in my life. Hey, girls, girls, girls will change you. You know, I'm almost yeah, thirty. No almost thirty. Girls will, ch- girls will change you. You got your charcuterie board out there too. Where I don't see nothing. That's how it started. That's how it started. Just got caviar ordered to his to his apartment. (laughs) You guys big changes. Big changes for this guy. Yeah, he's growing up. Thirty right around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I've just been uh, you know hammering out some details. We got some big news. recently and our my my background setting is going to be a little different in a couple weeks um so i'm real excited about that we're gonna uh we're moving and and found ourselves some more permanent location so uh, i'm really excited about that actually congrats man thank you uh even more excited that it's not that far away so moving all the shit is not going to be all that bad which is always a plus um even more exciting than that, now that all the gyms are closing, I got all my fitness equipment. Uh, finally, all came in. Nice. I ordered it July 5th. I got it, you know, within the last couple weeks. So, just a solid, like, 16-week lead time. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I am, I'm actually more pumped than that, than the house. Don't tell Rach, but I'm <laughs> really excited. So That's good. Uh, You're lucky she doesn't yeah. listen. She she doesn't. She never listens. <laughs> Good, thank you. Yeah, and that's what I told her. But she goes, "Well, you come in and tell me about them all as soon as you're done." So she's like, "Why? Like, I I don't have the time to listen." She's busy as shit all the time, anyway. So I don't necessarily blame her. But yeah, you're right on there, Seth. That's so, so. funny. Morgan <laughs> started talking and dating and stuff, though it was like. She'd be like, point something out, and I'd answer it, and then be like, wait, you only know that if you listen to the pod. Now, <laughs> hasn't listened in weeks. Not, <laughs> not even trying to. Nah, she's got you. But no, same nah, thing. She's got you, Raptor. No, it's, <laughs> just, it's the same thing. I, yeah, I, like, I just, Trick. I just, I, I talk about this stuff all the time, whether it's I like it, whether it's good, maybe it's something I messed up on. So she already knows more about the interview than if you were to listen to it um but yeah. it's the same type thing <laughs> that's funny uh, but uh to close out my uh updates here i got some some goodies coming too i think in the for for our pod uh talking to some some buddies of mine and you know there might be some some cool gear coming new card Card. Oh, gear. <laughs> I thought you were talking about new cars. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Christmas is around the corner. I didn't know. It is. It is. Uh, I'm, up for some, I'm up for some gear. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, cool. Sweet. Very cool. Congrats on, the, congrats on the house, too. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you. Very cool. Seth, you get your own freaking room now. I I pumped about that. Thing added. Yeah. I could bring eight friends with me too, and they get their own room. They can sleep outside. No, it looked awesome. I can't wait. And like Danny said, it's close. Still in orange. Love it. Yeah, that's so. great. That's awesome. What about you, Danny? Oh, well, I, I, I don't know if what it's doing, but yes, yeah, sir. And then, uh, <laughs> when, well, that was a big reason part of when I was up uh, at my ranch. We went up to the mountains. I was helping some friends that wanted to go hunting. That was part of the big reason why we couldn't get a uh, episode recorder is because I didn't have any service up there. So yeah, I, I didn't want to call anyone out, but sweet Danny. Oh, thank yeah, you. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate Danny's that. responding a day and a half later <laughs> to a text that we yeah. sent. We figured a zoom call probably wouldn't work. Too yeah. yeah. So that was, that was on me. We were pretty, we were pretty far out there, but uh, we were successful. <laughs> probably walked in five days of, Helping my friends probably walked like fifty or sixty miles. Solid. Wow. Yeah. So was tired. Definitely tired. Came home. It was my wife's birthday. It was our anniversary. We went to Las Vegas because Gavin Newsom shut down everything else here. So um, we had to go celebrate our life together and her birthday. We had a couple other friends that. Uh, we're married this within a couple days of us, and um, we all just went and celebrated our anniversaries together. And um, yeah, that's about it. Good, good time, good week. Texted yeah. back a lot. Texted the so group that's... chat, Danny. How how's Vegas? All oh, you hear back, dead, <laughs> <laughs> dead. <laughs> you had it a good time. It was fun, time. but it was fun. Um, Vegas is doing a great job of keeping everybody semi-separated yeah yeah um which to be honest i really like it how vegas is right now because there's not a lot of people there's it's not a lot awesome. of, I, I felt the same way a couple weeks ago when i was there yeah I'm, it's I'm not, not like it. they're not like shoulder to shoulder on everything like everything's yeah. got space you can sit down and have a space you can play cards and have space like everyone's not leaning over you and you know kind of like it not gonna lie don't mind <laughs> yeah. if they keep the crowd this way yeah, regulate it. That's nice. There you go. And the weather. Every, right now, uh, kind of, like, and everyone right now with the weather, it's maybe not as, uh, no pun intended, but like a hot a comet, you know what I mean, to, to go to Vegas during this. Yeah, no, well, none of the pools and stuff are open, but still, yeah. it's like, I, I like it at this time of the year. It's cooler out there. It's not 120 degrees every damn day. Yeah, which is awesome. If so, you can't take advantage yeah. of everything going on during those times anyway. Yeah, so not a central station. Yeah, well, well, like G said, everyone, we are all right, um, but just sometimes life gets in the way, and um, we have had nice yep. little list of some guests that you know have given us a yes. It's just a matter of squeezing in some time. Finding time for the three of us is tough, and then you add another person and four people all with the same schedule in a day and a couple hours here or there. It it can be tough, but. Um, this one was a good one. Uh, G, your buddy, Caleb Blake, um, really relatable story about his weight loss journey. He's tried it a couple times, but this time has seemed to really stuck and, and uh, kind of like what he said, it's almost like surgery has been done. There's, there's no going back now. He's brainwashed. Um, and it's just been really excited to kind of hear his journey and hear his struggles and successes and everything else along the way uh, as we get into in the interview. 
and we'll send it there now with Caleb Blake. Hey, hello, hello. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into the Connected by Seams podcast. Uh, what a cool one we have as we welcome our guest, Caleb Blake, to the show. Caleb, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing Good. great, man. We're, uh, we're happy Thanks to be for back. Me. Yeah, hey, we're stoked. This is one that we're, we apologize for a little bit of the back and forth, but it's been a uh, rough couple of weeks for us. Not rough in a bad way, just trying to uh, find time here Easy. just in uh, everyday life to get on the air and, and share stories like this one. And it's a cool one, man. We're excited. But before that, um, connection to the show, G, if, if, or Caleb, if one of you want to explain maybe how this came about, your guys' connection. Yeah, no, I'll take uh, yeah, it. Uh, I've known Caleb for a handful of years now. Um, Rachel, my other half, is best friends with uh, with Caleb's other half, and they have been since forever. I think. What is it like, yeah. third grade or fifth grade or something, something like yeah. that? They've been they're they're pretty close. But uh, yeah, I met Caleb. <clears throat> I don't even remember the first time, but it's been it's been a handful of years now, and yeah, uh, about nine years, I think. Maybe yeah. seven. Yeah, that actually like that. sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. But um yeah, I've known Caleb uh through his previous stage and uh on to this next one. So I'm excited to tell the story and the journey. Yeah. And Garrett's got body goals. So I just look at him and I'm like, God, I look like that guy. <laughs> hey, you're telling me you're telling me that he's been stealing my milk since I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been having a look at that dang it um oh, no i'm great. just kidding but no what what g's relating to is a story of yours that is unique yet so relatable for others to hear um and again your weight loss journey is what we're referencing and and one we're excited to get into and and just again appreciate you taking the time and willing to just kind of talk about this and and share your story um but when we go back ha has weight always kind of been a battle for you Definitely. Um, well, uh, okay. So I guess it, it's more like ever since sixth grade or so. So when I was um, younger, under sixth grade, I uh, didn't really have weight issues. Um, we don't really know what to pinpoint it on. Uh, I know that I was on Ritalin. And then when I got taken off of Ritalin, which I uh, I guess it's not supposed to have that effect, but when I was taking off Ritalin, it was just like weight just just started mounting on me. Um, I was active. I played around a lot, but never played any real sports and, uh, you know, just ate whatever I wanted and I hate vegetables, so I never ate healthy. <laughs> and the weight just continued to get worse and worse and worse all the way into high school when uh, I was wearing like a 4XL shirt in high school, so uh and then just continue to go and go and go and i ended up getting the biggest i got was 458 pounds um and a 6xl shirt and a 62 inch waist wow so, wow those are the glory the glory days <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying wow and like that's incredible because knowing where you are now like i've i've, I've seen you recently you know like you're it's hard it's just hard to imagine that side of it still like yeah. well, we don't have to keep it a secret for too long there's so much more we want to talk about but where are you now man where you were at 458 where are you at now well the lowest i got was 256 wow um this morning yeah 
Boom, baby. Yeah, I'm excited. Give it up for you. That is awesome. funny it just kind of flows off my lips now and at first it doesn't seem like a big deal but man it's a huge deal dude i'm a completely different person um lost 202 pounds i'm happier than i could ever be caught more confident than i could ever be uh much better parent as far as being able to do things for my kids much better husband as far as being able to do things around the house and uh and just i don't know much better attitude much better outlook on life, which is funny because oh, yeah. everybody always thought I was this like happy go lucky guy. I'm sure that's what Garrett thought I was, but you know, deep down inside, you can't find me a single obese person that is over 400 pounds. That's truly happy inside. It's just it's impossible. There's too much hatred in the world, judgment in the world um, that you have to think about consistently. Um, too many things you can't do. Uh, you guys would never even know the types of stuff that I can like going into a public bathroom, not being able to use the middle stall or the smaller stalls, having to wait for a handicap stall. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like you're literally yeah. about to shit yourself and you you have to wait. Yeah. Now you just have to sit yeah. and wait. So, I mean, there's and don't get me wrong, I'm not putting that on anybody else. I mean, that's completely my fault. Um, all that kind of stuff is my. I, I did it to myself. It's just there are so many people out there that are living that life and every day and it's honestly it seems like it's a dead end like you can't you're never going to be able to lose the weight um or that it's impossible to lose the weight every i mean if i am on my way to work so we'll get into it a little bit here but I, well, i'll just say right now i was addicted to donuts every morning i was eating two maple uh donuts from 7-eleven every single day uh with a sugar-free rock star on the way to work no one knew it hit it for my wife, hit it for my kids, hit it for my family, like my brother, my coworkers, nobody saw it. And when it was finally time for me to quit and change and, and change my life, I had to drive by four, five, five, seven, 11 on the way to work. One here, one, two, three, four, five, five, seven, 11. And, and they have them able to So Imagine being addicted to something and then driving by it all day, Just every day, in your yeah. which goes along with like uh, fast food, you know, so I was addicted to that too. Like today, easy, convenient. Um, I could order it cheap and how many are there on the way? So it almost feels like you can never change, that you'll never lose the weight and that it's impossible. And so to have Garrett be like, man, it's so weird to even like imagine you back in those days man that was less than two years ago no i know hit two years yet and we went i was just thinking about that last night on the way home from my work i was just driving in my car and i'm like dude like a year ago a year ago i was in the same position working out every day and i never thought this was possible like i can fit my car seatbelt fits stomach doesn't touch the steering wheel i mean there's just so many things dude i could go on forever so um anything's possible that's the motto of that shit i don't care how big or how heavy you are like i don't care what diseases you got or what's holding you back dude if you can control your mind you can change anything so got it that's crazy i mean i like it's got to be like you can you can feel it in your words a little bit when you talk about it but like part of the journey is 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 emotional right 
I mean, every, every step you take has got to be an emotional journey for you. It's got to be a goal. It's got to be something that you went through, something that you broke, whether it was the habit of stopping at the 7-Eleven or stopping at the fast food. There was a point where you had to break that, and it had to be somewhat of an emotional journey to be like, you let yourself free from that finally, and you're like, yeah. I've moved on with my life, right? Big time, man. I could walk into a 7-Eleven, and I just, beautiful. I just stare at the donut and laugh at it like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, so I, I guess I should watch my language. You don't have to. Uh, uh, no, my, no. Kids, my kids are probably going to want to listen to this one day, so I got to be respectful. I think they've but... heard worse from their mother. well i mean hey caleb has there been anything new that maybe has stand like stood out to you that maybe you never saw yourself doing maybe it was an activity maybe it was something along this that has kind of like not only let you look at that donut but just kind of like you said laugh at it and be like nah not happening this time you know like what what's kind (laughs) of been that kicker you know Man, every I'm telling you, there's new stuff all the day, or, or, or almost every day. I mean, I right, guess that's so what kind of keeps you going. Yeah, this Vulcan sweater. Like, Vulcan's a brand out here in Southern California that all the cool kids wore, you know. And in high school, I couldn't wear it. I, after high school, I couldn't wear it. They didn't make anything past 2XL, and if they did, it was probably online somewhere. And obviously we didn't buy stuff. I'm 38, so we didn't buy stuff online back then. And like, I never been able to put on a Vulcan sweater. And just the other day, I was like, I'm into hoodies. I walked into uh, Ross, and which is crazy. I've never been able to walk into just a department store and buy clothes. Just walked right over and had a 2XL Vulcan sweater, threw it on. I'm like, dude, it's nice, fits well. Oh like, yeah. Um, man. Another another one would be the sea dew. So, um, you know, I don't want to go into this long story on it, but my 13-year-old son, um, his whole life, well, I took over when he was four. So, I don't know, since he was like six, maybe he's been asking me to take him on a jet ski. And every single time I'm like, oh, I got to lose weight because I don't want to fall off the back of a jet ski. So, you know, for you guys, you fall off the back of a jet ski, you probably just hop right up. For me... There ain't no hopping up. Like, we're swimming to the side, and how embarrassing is that? And then I got my kid on there. Like, that would be terrible. So, sorry, son, I can't do it. It's another shitty father aspect of my life, you know? And so it's like, <clears throat> he's super persistent. So for years and years, he just asked me over and over and over. And then in uh, and March of 2000. 19 yeah march of 2019 um he was like yo dad when i'm in the kitchen shirt off fat as hell cleaning dishes and he walks in and he's like hey dad when when can we go jet skiing i was like i don't know when, when i lose like 100 pounds son and and he was like oh okay and then he just left the kitchen and i'm like yeah, my son is a role model my or i got sorry i got the text that distracted me i, I gotta be a role model for my son he's an athlete like, I want him to be healthy. I want him to work hard. How can I ask him to do these kind of things when I'm eating like shit and, and living like shit and um, just being a terrible example? So <clears throat> let's flip the switch. And then I got this book. It's like a book about setting goals and um, it's called the, the Freedom Journal. And, uh, you know, I set a goal, uh, lose 50 pounds in 100 days and fit in a 4XL shirt and it had like 10 day incremental 
um, goals to get there. So set 10 different goals for 100 days. And the first goal was to stop eating sugar, stop eating fast food, and uh, stop drinking soda. And so I cut all those out for the first 10 days. And there's a lot of people that I listen to, like uh, Jocko Willink and uh, David Goggins, who are like these crazy seals that they're nuts. Yeah, they push crazy, powerful, powerful messages about controlling your mind and uh, you know how you can do anything, basically. And um, they inspired me on my second uh, 10-day goal to work out every day, but I had already worked out for 10 days. So then now I, I, when I finished that goal, I'd hit 20 days and, um, and then, um, on day 22, I listened to a Jocko episode where he talks about procrastination and basically the only thing you should procrastinate in his opinion is taking a day off of working out. It doesn't mean that you can't not work out or that you can't take a day off, but if you feel like you want to take a day off, go work out. And then if you still feel that way, then you're, it's your body telling you need to take a day off. And that was on day 22, I believe. And I'd already worked out in the morning, but then I listened to that and I was like, man, and, the, and the, actually in the meantime, I was doing two days. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go home. I'm going to work out again. And if I really need a day off, because I was planning on taking that next day off, then, then uh, I'll take a day off. And so I went home. I did the elliptical again. I got one in the garage. And... Uh, I was like, man, I feel great. And so then I continued this streak. I was just going to bring days. that up. And I got to 100 days, 150 days, 200 days, and I ended up getting to, um, I think it's fourth. Or, man, I have such a bad memory, but I have it written down in a book. 400, I think, 38 straight days of working out. Damn. And didn't take a day off. So um, through sickness, through injuries, I had toe surgery, like, Everything just went apeshit, dude. And, were you uh, <laughs> were you doing anything special to like keep those days or keep a tally or like I mean what? Yeah. Um, well, I'll get to that in just a second. But the reason why that ended, just so you know, because I'm not a little bitch, I'd still be going right now if it didn't happen. But I uh, threw my back out. <laughs> <laughs> I threw I threw my back out really bad. Um, like a sciatic nerve issue and it went on for almost two months so um but i'm back now i got different goals which we can dive into that in a little bit but um yeah i had a whiteboard and i also had a um uh like i said the freedom journal so i tracked it on that and then also um on instagram i had this instagram like became my accountability partner because i didn't have anybody doing it with me um so instagram became my accountability partner and posting and i just knew that if i would miss a day somebody would be like yo what the fuck and then um and then also on there i would post it so and i had the calendar too so every time i hit like a mark i'd be like you know 50 straight days or 100 straight days and the whole thing was to get to 300 so i can call myself a spartan and uh after 300, I was like, dude, I don't think I'm taking a day off for the rest of my life until that shit went down. So, well, uh, yeah. Then that, that stuff's just so cool because it's the little things that just, just keep you going. You, I, were you going to say something? Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was going to say that's where that's where this ties into your question. So um, in July, with my sciatic nerve issue, we finally went to uh, 
Lake Tahoe and, uh, and I took my kid jet skiing. So That's that awesome. answers your question that you asked like five minutes ago. Took <laughs> me forever to get to. We got um, there. But yeah, like those are the wins. Those are the wins right there. You know. That's that's unbelievable. That donut. That's fuck no, the donut. That's really, I'll take all really of them because I I have a tough time saying no to those Seven Eleven maple bars too. <laughs> Dude, they're so good. They're so good. <laughs> I still uh, haven't had one. Yeah. But I mean, mm-hmm. like we said, it, it's cool to talk numbers and, and the weight you've lost. But man, talk about the frustrations. And, and this is the time for you. You don't seem like the guy that really wants to do it. But brag, man. You faced some some tough <laughs> challenges along the way, and and I can only imagine just mentally what it took to get through that, as well as physically. Um, it's one thing to look mm-hmm. good, but like you said, man, those little things of feeling good, those little joys every day, just help you be a better person. And I hope people out there are listening, maybe considering this same thing or needing something to get them over the edge. Explain, yeah, you went through some challenges, but mm-hmm. explain that you can do it, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a weight loss journey. It can be, it can be anything. It can be writing a book. Um, it could be uh, getting better at a sport um, that you want to get better at. It could be what my current goal is right now, which is – gaining weight actually and lifting um it could be you know trying to have a body like garrett uh it can be all sorts of stuff and it doesn't even have to be physical you know it but whatever it is that you want in life you can get that's like the message that i try to portray to people because not everybody is uh obese you know you guys aren't obese so how can i inspire you you know, and just listening to you right now is freaking pretty inspirational. But you hope yeah, that, I mean, if you, if you hear it, you kind of can translate it to what you might be struggling with all these things that you're touching. And right. it doesn't have to be, Hey, I'm not obese. I'm not going to listen to him. Like this is motivating shit. It's inspiring yeah. that can help you get through any, any sort of struggle. Well, yeah, I have some stuff for that. So like where I'm kind of going with it is like, yeah, okay. So I lost this weight. So how do I inspire groups of people like you or anybody in this world, which is kind of where my, I have a couple different purposes in life, like that I'm trying to live right now. One is uh, to raise my children to be the difference I want to see in the world um, when it comes to uh, racial injustice and gender equality. So that's a, that's a big for me. And then inspiring others to, um, succeed in things that they feel like that they just might not be able to do. Um, and the way to get through it all is discipline. You know, the word discipline, everybody hears it and they think, Oh, I'm in trouble or I'm being disciplined for something. But that's not how I look at that word. I look at the word as in, you know, doing something every single day, whether you want to do it or not, sticking to it as a routine, no matter what, just sticking to it every single day. It doesn't matter if it's working out or writing 10 pages in a book or whatever it is that your goal is, if you stick to it, there's nothing that can stop you. It will happen eventually. If you want to write a book, if you write 10 pages a day, 10 pages might be shit one day, but the next day 10 pages might be great. So if you, if you can incorporate discipline into your life, just a little bit every single day, it'll start to grow. And the more and more and more discipline you allow into your life, the more and more free you become um, and the more successful you'll become in everything that you try to do. So I just try to live my life by that right now. And I just try to preach that to everybody 
hoping that they can grab it and just get the effects that I get from it. When, when you get, you know, when you're going through and trying to follow up on those, you know, those goals, those, those triggers that you want to reach, um, or I should say goals and, uh, and peaks you want to reach, what are, you know, what are your vices when you do get a trigger so that, you know, you want to slow down or, you know, maybe you're not feeling it that day. I don't know. How do, how do you get through something that, you know. Like the feeling of waking up and, and not wanting to work out. Or eating a like, donut or, or whatever. Eating, or, yeah. You know, or seeing a freaking well, there's the, sitting on the counter. Or you know, well, like just. Full transparency. Now I drink energy drinks again. So sugar free. <laughs> um, the bucked up flavor from, from bucked up. Yeah. Now it's like worked out now. So yeah. like I got pre-workout, I got Jocko protein, I got boomstick from Redcon, I got Halo from Redcon, magnesium pills, potassium pills. Like I'm on the like another world. Um, and when I was on the weight loss uh, kick, but to answer that question, when in the weight loss kick and triggers that come across, there is no. <laughs> There's not there like okay for example when I quit smoking cigarettes to to fix this the start chewing on toothpicks like that that was my go-to right and then uh, it was gum gum and toothpicks but that's like all mental right it's a mental thing it's like okay I need a I need a cigarette no I'm gonna have a toothpick that'll that'll kick the urge but it doesn't really kick the urge it's just mental right. So once you get that aspect, then you realize that you can actually control your mind no matter what. You don't need a toothpick or gum. So you walk by a donut and you think, oh, I want that donut. And you're like, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop, think, react. So stop, oh, I'm not grabbing that donut. Let's think about this for a second. Why do I want this donut? Uh, because I'm a fat fuck that wants to eat this donut and it's gonna taste so good. Um, okay, cool. How long is it going to taste good for? Uh, uh, 10 seconds. Okay, is it worth throwing away everything you just did this morning for that 10 second? No, 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 it's not, it's not. Okay, walk away. So just controlling your mind and slowing life down. It takes a lot of meditation. It takes a lot of growth. It takes a lot of brainwashing. Um, you know, I watched the David Goggins video, probably 150, 200. And in that video, it's a six minute clip where he talks about controlling your mind and you go to eat that donut and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. David Goggins eat that donut right now. Mm -hmm. Like, no, he wouldn't. Why would I do it? Yeah. Yeah. He'd do 300 pull-ups. Why, why eat that donut? Like you're on a roll. You've already lost 10 pounds or you lost two pounds or you lost eight pounds or you lost 50 pounds. Why put that shit in your mouth? Because you deserve it. Because everybody tells you, no, they don't, don't listen to anybody. You have goals. You have focuses. Like, so those were the types of thoughts that were going through my mind. Um, and, and then the one thing I was leaving out that's the most powerful thing that I can recommend to anybody in this world is whatever you want in life, write that shit down daily. Just write it down. You wake up in the morning, write down what you're going to do. If you're going to lose 50 pounds in 100 days, write it down. And write it down. Every, I did that every single day for 100 straight days. And what happened? I lost like 68 pounds, something like that, right? Because there's power behind that. When you write something down that you want every single day, then when you go to make a bad decision, 
your mind starts talking with you. It's like, whoa, 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 don't do that. Don't you want to lose 50 pounds in 100 days? So stuff like that, you know, if you write it down, like Goggins says in his book, you know, write your goals down on sticky notes and put them in your bathroom mirror. Read them every morning when you're brushing your teeth. Danny, Danny's a big written inspirational guy. We've uh-huh. heard a, we've heard a story about that when he was playing and uh, he would fill his apartment up with basically a bunch of notes. If Danny wants to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, so like my, my comparison is like the, the Navy SEALs and all those guys that, you know, that, that I would have been fortunate to meet in the best athletes in baseball that I've been fortunate to play with or play against and be friends with, you know, their mind is for sure the most pot. I mean, it's the strongest thing they have outside of talent and stuff. Their mind is what controls everything because even the guys that are the best, when they're going bad, the belief in their mind is that I'm fine. I'm good. I'm the best. I'm still the best. I had a couple off days. He got me that at bat. It doesn't matter. Um, for me, I was fortunate to play in the big leagues for eight seasons and I didn't have the unreal talent that some of these guys do. So part of mine is I had to convince myself, you know, some of these guys really were that good. They were just good. They didn't, you know, they didn't care if they got out or not. Like, but for me, one of my best friends lived with me when I was in Washington DC and I was writing, so when I wake up and if I had to take a piss in the middle of the night, it'd be on my fucking mirror when I walked in the bathroom, you know, like it'd be yeah. on my door. It'd be on, you know, when I, when I left my apartment, the door as I left would have my goals and I would read them before I walked outside and it helped me. It did mm-hmm. help me. And I'll never say that I had some all-star career, but it helped me get what I could get out of myself. It helped oh, wow. me get the best out of what I could get out of myself um, and without that, I don't know. And my wife knows I've done that stuff. I've written stuff down. I've, she's seen me, you know, reading it. I had it in my locker. It's stuff that I'd read and go over it. I had it right up, written on my wrist tape. I'd have it in, you know, my bat on the, on the wrist of my batting gloves. There was just stuff that would remind me just so I would know my goals or I'd know my ideas that I wanted to have for the day or for the year or for the month or for whatever it was. And yeah. You know, when I talk to those guys that are really good, that's what it is. That's the difference. That's the difference between getting your goals like you have, you know, reaching your goals is that it's, it's, it's all between the ears. You know, how many times can you do something great and somebody be like, ah, oh, you deserve it. Take a day off. And you're like, all right, like, I guess I, I, I've worked my ass off. I guess I could take a day off. But every day in my mind, in my setting, in my world that I took a day off, someone wasn't taking that day off to get better to move past me. Exactly. So that was the reason I didn't want to ever take a day off. And so for you, it's the same thing is that if Mm -hmm. you took a day off, what's that step back? Is there a step back? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe there's no step back, but is it worth the risk? Not at all. Right. (laughs) At least that's how it was for me then. And that's, and I was worried for the fallback. I was worried that I'd take a day off and that was it. I'm back to being fat. as, As was I, because with us, even though that we're in the big leagues, we're at the top of the top of the top. Guess what? Every single year they have a draft and every single draft, they draft to replace you. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's the reality. That's, that's, that's life. <laughs> that's so cool, man. That's awesome. And, and that's what I mean by it's a unique, but it's so relatable. You know what I mean? Two completely different yeah. opposites, but you guys are able to kind of relate over things that work for you and everyone is different. And that's, what's so cool of, of hearing your story. And 
I mean, you'd mentioned discipline. I'm sure you've had to have some now during COVID. Are you still like able to maintain all your fit? Like, yeah. how's that going? Yeah, COVID, man. That's a funny. That's a funny beast. Not you not know? trying to get into yeah. COVID. Yeah, we, more we so. Don't get yeah. too far more into so, that, are but. you are you still able to maintain your fitness and health? Like, as if. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? You're not, you're not letting that, that get in the way, right? me back, bro. Come on, man. If you can say F it to donuts, you can say F it to COVID, I'm sure. Yeah, man. I watched a lot of people, a lot of people fall backwards, man. And yeah. uh, that really bothers me because, you know, again, it, it all goes back to the mental state. Can you control your mind? And when that thing went down, so luckily I'm blessed. Okay. So I have an elliptical in the garage. I have a Peloton in the garage. I have, um, both flex dumbbells that can adjust to 55 pounds in the garage. I'm blessed in that, in that nature. Um, when, so just so you guys know for my, my workouts, how it all started was an hour on the elliptical. Well, it actually started with like five to 10 minutes to 20 and then to an hour after like 15 days or 10 days or something like that. I have it written down because I write everything down. And, uh, and so, uh, that went on for like, I don't know, almost a full year before my wife convinced me to sign up for 24 hour fitness. Um, and 24 hour fitness was kind of a game changer for me. I'd lost a hundred pounds and I started going to 24 hour fitness at the around the hundred pound mark. Um, you know, for you guys, again, this would be a little bit different. Like you guys go to 24 hour fitness, you might have a few insecurities here and there, uh, but probably definitely not Garrett. Um, <laughs> just kidding. And, uh, and when you, when you, you get there, Danny. Danny is like, I, I can already tell you too shredded. <laughs> uh, I see, I've seen your arms when you lifted it up, bro. I'm not, I'm not blind. Uh, I'm peeping. Uh, so, so anyway, yeah, when you're, when, you go to the gym, like there's a ton, a ton of insecurities when you're obese. Like you feel like everybody is looking at you. Um, I can tell anybody that's listening to the show that's obese now or that's insecure when they're gym and they're or insecure when they're in the gym. No one's looking at you. <laughs> no one gives a shit about you. They're there specifically for their goals and for their gains, especially the people that are there all the time. So just go in, enjoy yourself. Um, you know, it, try to make eye contact actually try to make eye contact with the regulars find the ones that are spartans the ones i look up to the ones that i see there every single day find those ones try to make eye contact with them and head nod because they'll start paying attention to you and they'll actually come talk to you when you screw it up on your form and they'll help you and then they'll give you even more confidence and you'll want to keep going so that's just a little advice out there for anybody that's scared of the gym but anyway when i first started going there i was a little obviously uh nervous of that uh, being judged. And so I started going there and doing the elliptical, um, and then getting off of that and doing like 20, 30 minutes of weightlifting. Uh, cause there's just, I can't, I can show you another time or whatever, but I mean, yeah, I'm just full of loose skin just everywhere, especially when you lose weight like I did. And so I wanted to tighten it up as much as I can. So I was doing high reps for like 20, 30 minutes. And then I was sitting in the sauna for 20 minutes every single day because I didn't take any days off, right? So I became addicted to the sauna, became like where I went to to free my mind, um, get peace, 
Uh, I did it every single morning and then to the points where I would come home from work and be like, babe, I got to run a 24 hour fitness real quick and go in the sauna. <laughs> so I would be there sometimes two times a night uh, or two times a day. And, and that became, like I said, my serenity. Like that's where uh, I believed everything was possible. Like this is where I got to really dive into my mind. I listened to a lot of Jocko um, on my headphones in the sauna and, just brainwashing and it just became everything to me and so and when COVID hit it literally took that away from me just like swept that right out from underneath my feet and you know I was on this crazy crazy like you guys are gonna think I'm insane but I was waking up at 3 30 every single day I was gonna bring it up yeah (laughs) I'd be at 24 hour fitness by 4 a.m and I'd be done with the elliptical and then on the, on the, on the weights and for at least 30 minutes to 40 minutes, sometimes 20 to 40 minutes somewhere in there and then 20 minutes in the sauna. Wow. So I would be getting home around like, I don't know, six Oh five, six ten, shower, you know, and when you're on this kind of lifestyle, you, you don't just get in your car and go get sugar-free donuts. You don't just get in your car and go to Jack in the box or McDonald's and get a breakfast sandwich. You don't just go to um, you don't just go to Jamba Juice and get yourself a sugary juice that you think's healthy. Like you have to cook your own breakfast. <laughs> so, yeah. so I get back, shower, cook my breakfast, and then I'm I'm the type of person that likes to be like an hour early to my job. So I want to be in the office by like seven seven thirty, and then I can start my morning routine: writing in my journal, meditating, um, checking the world, like the daily trends of the world and find out what's going on with it before I actually start my work. So I I started this crazy routine and that's what I was in and it was going on for a good six months, uh, seven months, maybe even longer where it was every single day. It was, I'm so routine person. And, and if you're not a routine person, if you create a routine, you'll find success because a routine is discipline and discipline equals freedom. So it just all kind of ties together. So, COVID hits, 24-hour fitness is wiped, sitting in this chair right here with this laptop, thinking about, like, uh, you know, starting work, working from home, and thinking, God, what am I going to do? You know, like, at the time, I was, I think, 289, 289 pounds, and I was like, dude, I got goals. Like, I'm trying to get down to two. At the time, I wanted to get to, like, 240, 230, but I don't, I don't know... Being 458 pounds, you don't know what 240 is going to look like. You don't know what 220 is going to look like on you. Like you can see it on an, on a normal person, um, but you don't know what it's going to be for you based on loose skin, just how much muscle you actually really have, which turns out I got a lot. And so uh, I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to go uh, as hard as I can. I'm going to keep doing the elliptical. I won't have the sauna. That's okay. It is what it is. Control your mind. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to walk after every time I eat, I changed that. I started that new habit. Um, and, uh, and I'm just going to use the dumbbells. So from, I don't know, whatever, like late March till July, I was on that every single day. And, uh, until I threw my back out, when I threw my back out, I had lost, uh, I was finally at, a, I was at a total of like 190 pounds lost. And, uh, and I was like, man, I got 10 more to go to hit that 200 number. And so I couldn't work out and I just 
stay disciplined on my food. Yeah, you know, I worked in my, I'm in my kitchen. I worked in my kitchen. There's all sorts of crap in the cupboard. There's crap in the freezer. There's, I mean, dude, I got three kids. Like, can't deny them Lego my egos. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I can't deny them pizza rolls. So, you know, I have to just control the mind. And uh, I did that. And I got to 256 pounds, 200 pounds loss. And, uh, you know, COVID didn't have shit on me, dude. That's so awesome. Well, I guess, I guess this is probably dumb on my end, but the 438 consecutive days that ran through COVID like you, yeah. holy cow. Yeah. So, yeah that's was, that's uh, even more impressive. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. It's like, dude, you can, I sent out a quote on my Instagram story. And I wish I could remember. I got the worst memory, but it was, <laughs> had something to do with, um, you know, you can't control what you can't control. All you can do is control you and what you're going to do basically. And that rung true to me. I was like, man, all this stuff is going on. Like that has nothing to do with my goal. And, and yes, it might hinder it. And yes, it might put things in the way, but if you're writing stuff down every single day, nothing's going to stop you. That's what I was saying earlier. So nothing was going to stop. Well, I mean, that. you had even, every even excuse the in the world. The freaking gyms were Dude. closed. Like you had every, you had nothing. I mean, 97% were just sitting in their homes wondering what gyms were closed. You know what I mean, like you had every everybody option to quit. thought the world was going to end and, yeah. and you were still getting after it. Like that's yeah. again, kudos to you, man. It's so cool. And Thanks, man. It's such an awesome story. Honestly. I wasn't trying to sound cocky either when I was like, COVID ain't got nothing on me. That's just what I had going on in my head. Yeah. You know, hold on one second. Anyway. So yeah, it's just, I don't. I don't think that's cocky because, like I I'm, said, no. the, the the guys that I play with, the best of the best, they let you know they're good. They know they're good, and they don't yeah. give a shit. Like it was like the guys that were good. Like it didn't matter who was on the mound. It could be the best pitcher in the world. But that guy sucks. I own him. And like didn't matter whether they did or didn't, whether they had good numbers or on them or not. In their mind, they're like. Guy sucks. We got, we got them. Like, don't worry about it. And so, you gotta have like you have, gotta, you have to have you have to have that mindset. And the other yes. thing I really liked what you talked about was having your your time in the sauna, right? Um, like so for me, I, I I'm a horse person, and so my sauna time was my horses. Yeah. So I go on my horses and clear my mind, and that's where you start thinking about your goals. That's where you set your mind free. That's where you you know you start thinking about okay, where am I at? What can I do? What I think people need to understand, like, yeah, grind, 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 do all this stuff, but you also have to have a place of reset and clarity. For sure. And that reset and clarity is different for everybody. Like when I was with, like, Garrett and I went mountain biking. Well, I love mountain biking now, so, like, now my mountain bike is part of my, like, reset and clarity. It's just that, that freedom. It's yeah. like get out of Orange County. It's that, get, it's that little bit of freedom. For you, it was that sauna. You get to lock in on your Jocko Willing. You get to sit there and set your goals and think about everything. My horses, that's how it was. And I think really people need to understand that you have to have – you don't have to have a, a necessarily a book to write everything down as far as like, like – I'm not someone that would have a, um, a journal, but you need to have someone – people need to have something. They need to have something to go to, something to release their you know stress or just have that 20 or 30 minutes of just clarity. That, about balance, that, that, right? that saves you sometimes that saves you from all the bullshit going on when your own goals your own life or the world that just saves you some days oh yeah yeah you, gotta, you don't have it you gotta find it somewhere else right 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta make something out, you know, something. Wow. So yeah. with with that said, actually, Caleb, and you I mean, you overcame the fallback of COVID and what I can't imagine this is the first time you've tried to uh, get after the weight loss. Have, have you gone after it before and how those, I mean, obviously you were back up to 400 plus, but how, yeah. how did they, how do they turn out and why is this one so much different? Like this, uh, this battle. Well, yeah. I mean, I've done it twice before. So I've lost, um, again, my memory is really bad. So I don't know the numbers. Like I can't give you exact numbers. Like you can't give you think exact. I, you can make it up. Nobody's you think I'd have that? I can't me. make it up because I'm on multiple podcasts. I don't want people to think oh. I'm bullshit. You know what I'm <laughs> uh, so I just gotta be real with you. You know, like I just my memory is not uh, as great as it once was. But in in actually it probably was never really good. But in high school, <laughs> when I was uh, like 19 or so, or like right, it could have been like right. You know, it was high school because I was living with my youth pastor. So, and he was a, a motivating factor. But I lost, it was probably the end of high school. Yeah, it was around the end of high school. I lost 100 pounds. Um, and I was taking, uh, which you guys probably know all about this stuff because you're around my age group, but uh, hydroxy cut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it first came out, it was filled with um, yeah. that shit that's in speed. Amphetamines. Um, amphetamines, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the instructions said take two, I think it was, in the morning, two in the afternoon, and two at night. The first week, the pills, right? The yeah, yeah, and then and then three and three and three and then four and four and four, and so build your addictive tolerance, and then we'll pile on more. <laughs> <laughs> so I was taking twelve of those a day, and yeah. uh, but I was working out a lot too. It wasn't like I was just being cheating, you know. But it was definitely a mental thing it was helping and uh people around me were a little worried about it which they had every right to be and uh when yeah. i quit when i quit taking hydroxica it was um an excuse like covid would be you know oh, i don't have my hydroxica i can't do this anymore um and to be honest with you uh when you're as, as big as uh, i was even when you lose 100 pounds you still don't think it's possible to look like Garrett. Like, it's just, you don't think it's possible. Uh, even if you've lost a hundred pounds, uh, when you're as big as I was, you know, I was in the 400 pound range. I'm sure that's where I was at towards the end of high school. Cause I'm sure I was in a five X shirt by then. And that's kind of where like, I don't know, my body felt like it kind of maxed out. Um, thank God it had a maxing point, I guess. Um, or who knows? Maybe it could have got a lot worse. Maybe I could have gotten to the 500s, or maybe I'd just be dead, which is really what the problem was. The main, yeah. the main reason behind all this. Yeah, I want to take my kid jet skiing, but there was a lot, a lot of dark thoughts through my brain about dying or wake, dying in my sleep or having a heart attack and leaving my wife in Orange County with three kids, um, with no real savings, like. Dude, it'll keep you up. Like, just that thought alone, man, just makes my stomach hurt. Oh, yeah. So it's like, um, you know, you start thinking about that a lot. But that that was later on. So anyway, I, I put the weight back on, and um, and uh, and then when I was like twenty nine or 
30. Yeah, it was 29. Um, cause Warren was around my 30th birthday <clears throat> and, uh, I was sure I was in my 400. I was probably, I think I was four, like 18, maybe 420 or so, somewhere around there. And I was, I was not eating donuts every morning. I was eating McDonald's every morning and I was eating, uh, at McDonald's they had those nice little frappe cafes that probably have Coffee. like 800, 800 grams of sugar in them. Like you know, you know the caramel one. Yeah. Um, I was having that every morning on my way to the office. No one knew, you know. Eat it in my car, run it to the trash can before I go up the elevator, even though it's one flight of stairs. <laughs> and uh, and uh, live my life in this little itty bitty building with my brother, who has always been worried about my weight. And he one day he was like, "Look, if you lose a hundred pounds." Uh, I'll, I'll pay your entry into the World Series of Poker. Um, and at the time, I wanted to play poker. And I was into poker, and I'm a creature of habit. So if somebody shows me something and I enjoy it, like I want to go full force into it, as you can tell with anything, I'm sure with, I do, whether it's McDonald's frappes and donuts or <laughs> weight loss, right? So I was like, okay, um, yeah, let's do it. You know, even though I can't remember anything. And if you ask me right now for flesh beats straight, I can't answer it. But I was going to be in the World Series of Poker. And so he's, he's like, all right, cool. I already need to say yes. And I already got you a personal trainer. Uh, here, we're going to go meet him right now. And I was like, oh, okay. So then we hopped in the car. We went over and met this guy. That sounds um, like some MTV shit, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Sets you <laughs> up, like, lure you in. And then it's like, bam. Well. <laughs> Perfect, because here you That's are. That's my brother. That's yeah. my brother in a nutshell. You guys would love him. He's That's crazy. awesome. Uh, Garrett knows him. He's crazy. I know him. You know, I've never actually met him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. That's yeah. wild. Um, yeah, he's crazy. He's great. Though. <laughs> so, um, anyway, that was a, a – this was a big moment for me in my life in general just because um, – I know I just told you that once you lose weight, you feel like you can never, you can never get to Garrett's size, which I probably still never thought I could, but, um, going to this guy four days a week, I lost over a hundred pounds and I got to a three XL shirt, which was just amazing. Like, I mean, I always wanted to be in a two X shirt, but that's not possible. You know, like that was the mindset really, you know, and I was like, I've gotten so far. And then the scale wasn't really moving for a couple months. Um, and, you know, I started getting a little lackadaisical, started having people in my ear, oh, you did good, you deserve this, you deserve that, have yourself, you know, you can drink, um, you can eat that pizza, blah, 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 right? <clears throat> but the, that whole journey, that year, I didn't work on my mind, and I met Lauren, and, you know, she saw me for who I was, and at least I wasn't nasty looking at, at the weight I was at. Like I I didn't look bad. I was in a three X shirt and I was doing good and I was a motivated individual. So I'm sure it was very attractive for her. And uh and we kinda hit it off. But you know, now I'm getting some. I got a girl and you know, she's got kids and they're my kids immediately because like everything I just dumped head first into it and it's like full steam. So I was dad right away and um you know, I, I let I let raising kids and being in a relationship become the excuse to not be disciplined, to not go to the gym, to not you know watch what I'm eating, 
and uh you amazed how fast that shit just popped right back on dude and uh and i didn't work on my mind at all during that journey so i had no control over it uh, i mean i did but i just didn't realize i did and it just all flew back on because i was like look i got a girl now and got kids and life's great and i'm not that big and i knew i could do it i knew i could lose the the weight i just did it so as you're getting bigger uh, as the scale yeah. gets bigger and this and the clothes get bigger you're like oh this is it this is it i'm not going to get past this i'm not going to let it get past this like and uh now i'm going to start next monday i'm going to start working out again next monday and then you just don't you don't you don't and before i knew it i was in my 400s again and my wife was talking to me about getting weight loss surgery and i'd gone to consultations on it and um i was willing to do it i was ready to do it and then my doctor's like look if you want to do this you can't be 400 and i think i was 430 actually he's like you can't be 430 pounds um it's too risky to do the surgery at that weight so we need you to lose uh more weight we need you to get down to 400 pounds and we can do this surgery well okay doctor so then i leave and i'm like dude if i can lose 30 pounds I can lose all the weight again, like I did before. Like if I can get in this groove, I'm going to lose all that weight. And what's the point of getting surgery? Cause surgery sucks, dude. Like take your stomach and make it this small. And then you can't have carbonated drinks. You like, dude, there's all this stuff that i basically don't get for the rest of my life. And I was like, dude, I can just lose the weight. I went back to the house, told my wife, look, I don't know if I want to do it. I, I can just lose the weight. And then, you know, step on the scale over here and it was 458 pounds like a year later it's like yeah. so the third time is the charm you know tonight i had chick-fil-a for dinner i don't give a shit because <laughs> i know mentally i know mentally that tomorrow yeah chick-fil-a no joke <laughs> yeah. but, I, but but i don't do that every day See, you're trying to get body by Garrett. Now you know the secret right there. Chick-fil-A, babe, every day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But now I can control it. Like, I have literally fixed my brain. I've When people ask me, how did you do it? Did you get surgery? I'm like, yeah, I had surgery on my brain. Like, I've gone in here and I've completely changed how I view life and think about things. You know, I had that chicken sandwich tonight. I went apeshit on my dinner and I ate a New York strip which I eat every night, by the way, I eat steaks every night. That's how I lost the weight. So come at me. If you think I got a cholesterol problem, my shit is money. I just had blood work done. So <laughs> don't tell me red meat's bad for me. Um, <laughs> anyway. yeah. So I have my sirloin steak. Uh, I had a chicken sandwich. I had some fries, some, not all of them. And I had some pork rinds, dude. And like, I enjoyed my meal. Um, and tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to hit the elliptical super hard. I'm going to hit some weights. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to eat a steak and eggs for breakfast. And I'm going to have a, a good, healthy lunch tomorrow. And I'll have a good, healthy dinner. And I'm going to continue that shit on for, what, three, four, five days until I decide I want to have a slice of pizza. Like, I, I'm at a point now where I, I'm just not going to mess up. There's no, I, I'm obsessed with body transformation. I'm obsessed with looking at myself in the mirror and seeing changes, muscle growth. And, and, uh, I'm obsessed with success and to be successful, you have to be disciplined and you don't have to be as psycho as I was, which is what got me to where I am right now, but you've got to be able to maintain that. And it all starts, 
in your mind. I got a guy out there. Maybe you guys interview him someday. He uh, he was over 600 pounds. His name on Instagram is Fat Chance Trying. He's on his, this will be his second year, and he's down to 300 pounds. So he's lost over 300 wow. pounds. And, uh, and he talks about all the time about how he had to fix this before he could fix his body. And it rings true with me. Like, I lost all the weight both times, but mentally I was just weak, you know? And yeah. uh, I was a sheep. And now I'm a motherfucking wolf, son. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole like looking good and looking skinnier is one thing, but it's that inner happiness and that, that mental, I mean, shoot, man, someone that, that's mentally stronger than, than someone else is a dangerous person to be around um, yeah. because they're, they're ready for anything. You know what I mean? They're, it sounds like comfortable in the uncomfortable or something like that you know what i mean yes and, and just yeah you, you, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah and yes. just being able to react to whatever's thrown your way the everyday challenges of i gotta make my kids breakfast waffles and say no to it you know what i mean like yeah that that's just something you got to deal with I, I think the one thing that you know you talk about um you know you went through this psycho stage of you know the mindset of not eating anything and this that and the other and you had to be extremely strict. I, you know, I hope people don't misconstrue that of, you know, you just did it this way and it was easy for you. You had to go through that to get to where you're at. You had to go through that mental yeah. grind to get to where you can now say, okay, I can have a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of that. As long as they don't have a lot of all this shit, mm -hmm. I can enjoy this little piece and I can enjoy that little piece. But there was a time where you know that you said that none of it, I can't do any of this shit because if I do yeah. any of this, I'm going to take a huge step back. 100%. So, I, so I think it's cool that you explained that. You said, I, you know, I went from nothing to, okay, now I can allow myself to have a little bit because I know how to maintain it. I know what I can do. I know how to, you know, stay where I'm at or get better. So, yeah. I mean, dude, I, you hit that right on the head and I got so psychotic on it that I was convinced that if I, I literally convinced myself that if I, if I screwed up, I was screwed. Like it's, it's yeah. if I missed a day of working out or I ate pizza. Like, like that's it. Like world's over type of thing. That was the, like, that's how crazy that side I went. And you have to do that. You have to get, there's a guy named uh, Gourmet Ghost Keto. So he lost over 300 pounds too. Um, shout out to all my, my weight loss homies. That's, these guys are amazing. And, and this, Dude talks about it, you know, all the time. He, he he coaches people, and you know, the first thing, a lot of them, the first things they ask is, "When can I have my first cheat meal?" And it's like, that's not what this is. Right? Like, you can't have a cheat meal, bro. Like, or girl, whatever you want to call them. Like, you just can't. <laughs> like, you want you want results. You want to hit your goals. The first thing you shouldn't be thinking about is cheat goal. It should be okay, what do we got to do to get this done, you know? And then after a couple months, maybe a month or two of discipline and, and forming a habit, then it's like, okay, not for me. At least it didn't work for me that way, but for other people, and it's like, okay, I can have this here. I can have this there. Um, but, even, you know, even with me, like right now, I, I like to be proud and talk about how powerful my mind is, but it can be really easy for me to do it two days in a row. But I got to catch that. Like, it. There's no way. There's no way I'm going backwards. So, but the old me would have never caught that. Yeah, there's got, and there's got to be a point too, like where you, 
where you give up all this stuff and then it's available and you're like, uh, do I need it? Do I want it? Yeah, totally. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that, there, I'm, that like the, the 10 yeah, second, exa- exactly. The 10 second satisfaction for right. everything that you just put in, like you put and nailed earlier. Like that's, that's so true and a, a perfect way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, I ate that chicken sandwich tonight and I was, you know, thinking about it a little bit later and I was like, dude, was it really worth that 10 seconds? And I was like, yeah, I don't need to think like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't need to be that, that mentality anymore. Like, right. I need to grow in the other level now, which is okay. Let it go. And, and let's focus on, uh, you know, you're not a fraud. You know, I don't want to be labeled as fraud. I don't want people to think, you know, that I'm something that I'm not. So, like, I can't be preaching all this discipline by eating Chick-fil-A, you know. So, but I'm at that point now. Like, things have changed. Like, I went to eat a fry and my nine-year-old was like, Dad, you know you can't eat stuff like that. And I was like, I'm actually eat whatever I want. Yeah. And you, you have the support, though. You have that support team, which I'm sure is also a huge part. Uh, in this but for for anyone that i think you i don't know if you're still posting or maybe have a journey kind of instagram page or social media or anything like that if you Mm want to share that if anyone wants to give you a follow i would love to uh follow along as well um if you want yeah i'd love to to partner with you guys on there dude um to see that i don't know it's everyday thing for me so that's an accountability place for me uh it's goal so i'm all about goals so G O A L, and then uh, Crusher with a K. So K R U S H E R, one word. Okay. So um, yeah, I mean the whole journey was based on goals. So and somebody convinced me that I needed to start documenting it, and then when I started to document on Instagram, is when I found all these people that uh, inspired I think that's me. Awesome, and, by the way, yeah. What a little, little you get a committee. little group there. I mean, uh, when yeah, you yeah. when that stuff's used properly. Boy, it, it really does what it was intended to do. You know what I mean? It can really help, but that is, that's so Yeah, that's me. <laughs> there we go. That's hey. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's shout me. out to the, shout out to the Brotherhood of the Bouncing Bellies. So that's <laughs> one crew. And then uh, the other crew is the Accountability Life Group. So, uh, you know, the, which is a cool, cool Discord server. We've got a bunch of people in there that um, are in the middle of their journeys who, uh, you know, draw so inspiration from us. Yeah, I mean, this journey never ends. It's always, baby. yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. You're, you ain't done. Which leads Hell me not. to the next question. What is, uh, as just real quick, uh, what's mm-hmm. uh, what's your next goal and uh, or goals? And well, you, the, it? you know, that's funny. My name's Goal Crusher, but like, I don't really have this set goal that uh, I write down every day anymore. Um, I I, I kind of let that go. Uh, I wanted to get to 250, but when I got to 256, I realized that's when I realized I was just going a little the wrong way. So um, this guy named uh, John John uh, from the ALG group, he convinced me. He was like, "Look, dude, you know how to control your mind now. How about you figure out what you really want?" You know. And so I, I started thinking about it. And, uh, you know, it just became about, and I just been able to start working out again. So it became about the gains, you know, like I want to put on muscle. I want, positive gains. I want to look, yeah, positive gains. Yeah. And I just want to look different in my body. Um, 
I don't know what 250 is, will look like. I'm sure I'll get there one day. Um, but, you know, like, I guess one goal is, is in September, I decided that I want to start working on my shoulders. And, uh, you know, I did a three-month goal on that. And uh, so that'll end on, on December 15th. But I just took some uh, some before and afters. So I took some befores in September. I just took some uh, actually last night. And uh, I'll read this to you. <laughs> There's this guy at Vitamin Shop that hooks me up with like all the, he's the one that recommended the buck. Yeah, he's the one that recommended the bucked up. I sent him the picture and his response was, it was so fast. I, I feel like he maybe had this memorized because Trapzilla emerges from the depths of the sunken swole city. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is awesome. And I'm like, that so resonates because this was a sunken city and now it's swole, baby. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So the goals are, are to put it up. So I got these two pictures right next to each, standing next to each other, not just the shoulders, but another one. And, um, one of them I weigh 260, and the other one I weigh 268. And in the 268, I look thinner and 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 uh, tighter than I do at 260. So um, the scale is just really not the goal anymore. Now the goal is to just work out every single day, make sure I'm taking the supplements that I need to take, make sure I'm eating a shit ton of protein, make sure I'm staying away from the bad foods, um, and if I'm going to eat carbs, it's not bread. Um, things like that. So, well, if you have no any, if you have any transformation picks, man, send them over. I'd love to, when yeah. we release this, I'd love to put those pictures with it or anything that you're willing to share or put out there. Yeah. Uh, it's they're all over, market. they're all over uh, my Instagram and it's a perfect, yeah. And I was yeah. going to say, and it's a perfect lead right into people following your journey. And shout out to, to, to everyone that's been in your life, you know, all of our lives, you know, but we're talking about you. You know, your kids, your wife, your brother, people that have helped you along this journey. Obviously, you have made the commitment, but everybody that stood there and, and you know, encouraged you to do this and helped you do it, shout out to all them because no doubt. We've, all, we've all been through shit in our lives and without that family, without that support system, it just it's, it's, would be, you know, damn near impossible. So shout out to your family Amen. To, keep in, to keeping you where you're at and getting you, to, you know, helping you get to where you're at. Yeah, I appreciate that. Perfectly man. said. Uh, love them i love my family i can't thank him enough yes so, yeah i know that thanks for never giving up on me uh, i tell my wife i tell her i'm like man thank you for loving me when i was what i was because man that's <laughs> I was so a awesome big, big dude and to be able to recognize that just kind of shows what kind of guy you are, man. That's, that's awesome. And uh, I think that's a, a perfect way to end a, a great conversation again. Thank you so much yeah. for taking the time, Caleb. Uh, you, pleasure Caleb. getting to know yeah. you. And, and G, thanks for sharing this connection. This was awesome. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys. Yeah, thank nice you guys too. I'm happy uh, he was, uh, he said yes. You know, it was tough. but uh, Really twisted yeah. his arm. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, whatever. You know, I was like, let's go. I told him, he said, you want to do the podcast with us? I'm like, we'll do it right now. Little bum. Let's go. Little bum. Yeah, let's call him. Let's do it. I'm like, no, 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 Like, we got to set something up here. That is awesome. Little bum, yeah, we're man. the ninth podcast, but that's all right, man. We uh, we won't take any uh, any offense to it. What was that? <laughs> I said, that? I'm bummed we're the ninth podcast, but we won't take oh, no, any offense. You're the, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're the fifth. You're the fifth. No, uh, no, this awesome. is a good podcast. I love this. I love this one because the other ones are all 
in the same community. So, it, you know, all these people are hearing the same story over and over. Here I get to reach out to people that um, probably have no idea what this life is like, and, and now they can hopefully get something from me that can help them in their lives, you know? Yep. So, and again, I'm all about inspiring anybody that I can. So um, I'm not trying to sound cocky, but I feel like I have the tools to, to change lives and I want to help in any way I can. That's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. We love it, man. Thank you again. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Yeah. yeah thanks. You, and, uh, we'll talk to you. Dude, soon. Thank you guys. Continue yeah. the journey, nice man. It's you. awesome. For sure. Good luck. See you, guys. We'll right. see ya. I appreciate you. I'll see you we'll on the ground. <laughs> see ya. So we hear the end of the interview there with Caleb Blake and what a heck of a journey he has been on. And it's just so easy to gravitate towards him and it's contagious to hop on board with his story when you hear his excitement, his emotion. And I mean, he was getting fired up. He's pounding the table and, and that's kind of like what you like to see. Um, As he should. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like be passionate yeah. about it, be proud for it, you know? And that's what I was trying to get him out. Like, you know, brag about this, man. Like that is crazy. You won. He was once 458 with in a six XL shirt. You know what I mean? And he worked himself all the way down to 256. He had the goal of 250, but even he's all right with not killing himself to get even six more pounds. You know what I mean? And and he's totally okay with with where he is at right now and confidence wise to only get better. You know what I mean? Continue the the progress that he's on and continue to shed the weight that he has been and in a healthy way, you know, he's not losing it too quick. He's doing it the right way, which also helps. And gee, he couldn't say enough good, uh, good things about your body. Uh, yeah, so, I, gee, I, I, I was going to tell you to open a fans only page after that. I was yeah. like, come on. <laughs> yeah, let him know. Eight ninety nine a month. But Holiday it, special. Yeah. Hey, no, that was, Christmas that was hilarious. But you know what I mean? Like, that's just, he just sees goals every time he's walking around, whether it's in public, whether it's he sees a friend, whatever it is, he's now looking at it like, hey, that's where I want to be. Hey, that's, that's this, that's that, you know, and to still have that mindset get through COVID is freaking awesome. So those are kind of big yeah. things I took from it. Well, to, to tap into what you're saying, I was going to, I wasn't going to bring up that he, he always calls like whenever we're around, he always calls me out like that. But I mean, you, anybody that's trying to go achieve something, you have to have a goal set and something that's uh -huh. physically in front of you. If that helps, fuck it. Like, yeah. dude, use me as a, that, that point of yeah. measurement, you know, like, I don't care. I'm nothing special. <laughs> like, like I said, in the, in clearly he hasn't like, seen me enough. <clears throat> clearly Seth <laughs> has not been showing it off and his page doesn't have any followers no, uh, no. But, <laughs> but uh but like you just said Seth I mean seeing the results and getting to what his goal I use quote unquote goal is is one thing and that seemed to be his fallout in the first round or two that he went to he's like well I hit my goal I, I'm there, you know, but like his mindset, man, his mindset and that just like that mentality he has of, all right, I needed to lose the weight originally, but I'm that close to getting my goal, but goals fluctuate. And yep. so his goal was 250, he's 256, but then he realized, what if my body, what if I don't want to be 250? Like, what's that going to look like? My strength, my body composition, everything. Right. So he's transitioned that to be, I'm just going to be healthy as shit and start building my body because I can. And like he, he found a whole new 
side of him that he didn't even know he had. He mentioned it in the interview where he's like, all of a sudden, I guess I have a lot of muscle mass. Before, he just had mass. Where all that muscle mass underneath him, he didn't, he didn't even know it was there. And now it is. And he's like, I'm going to accentuate on this and freaking those, do my best. And those pictures, too, are drastic. I mean, so awesome. Yeah, progress. Check it on yeah. Instagram. We'll post them. But um, awesome. Like you said, just seeing the strength like, in his ago. forearm and his stuff. You know, you can see some mass there. Two years ago, we went on a cruise. And within, I think he started it like shortly after the cruise. Like he finally was like, all right, that's it. But like at the cruise and thinking back now and, or at the time it wasn't even, I didn't think it was just Caleb. Like I didn't yeah. think of him as being that big, you know, yeah. but seeing him now compared to them. It's like, Oh man, like good on you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I what I really liked about it was that, you know, he says he wants to be inspirational to people. Hopefully people hear his story in some way. It doesn't have to be weight loss inspiration, but you know, um, I hope people can hear this. And he had to make, uh, like we were talking about earlier off video, was that he had to make a life or death, you know, calling him for him. It was either don't change and die, or I got to make a drastic change and be better for me, for myself. And the, the, the thing I loved about it was that, I mean, he, he made the story long, but in short, it was, I couldn't jet ski with my son and I felt like I was failing him. Right. And that was his inspiration kind of was to be able to do that with his son. And I thought that, you know, having kids now and all of us obviously have our dads, it's like, you know, you realize when, when they do something like that, and could you imagine, you know, your dad not being able to do something with you or as a father now, like having to tell my dad, my son, like, oh, I can't, like, I physically can't, like, you know, and so he was like, he got it done. And all of a sudden it's like, I mean, it, I don't know. I love that story. I love hearing about it. Uh, it's inspirational, you know, for people that don't understand, you know, how it's like to get to that weight and get it off and everything else. I mean, we all have our own struggles. We all have our own addictions. I don't care what anybody says. We have our own everyone has vices no matter what. I don't care who you are. You got vices. And, um, you know, this is a guy that was able to break one. That was a life threatening one. That's big. Probably one of the hardest addictions to break. Cause you have to eat every day. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, it, and, no it's, in, and it. it's in front of you every day. You could be at a stop sign and you see a McDonald's board in front of you. You could anywhere. Yeah, it's, not, I mean. it's not like, it's not like it's like, uh, like weed or Coke or, alcohol no. where you can make the social. conscious effort to it's stay out of social. a bar this stay, is correct. every you, day no you you have to eat yeah and and that was what cool was is his emotion was so raw and you could i kind of felt like and maybe he wasn't i don't know but kind of tearing up you know what i mean like yeah I thought he's so. emotional about yeah. it and I, I think you have to be you have to be fully invested and i think he's finally in that space to not only look good physically because that's going to come when it's here, when it's between the ears that you think you look good. I think that's what he was getting at of, I don't need to be at two fifty. Yeah. To, to just real quick tap into it. But I mean, I don't know if you could tell, but he's a, he's a pretty big family guy Yeah, (laughs) and he freaking loves his family and like his immediate family, his wife, his kids, but his whole family and his brother and, I mean, his support system is there and he wants to, he doesn't want to let them down Yeah, and in more, almost more than he doesn't want to let himself down. Yeah. And yeah. that's just the type of guy he is. 
Yep. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we had him. Super happy. G, thanks for setting that up. Happy you guys, yes, whatever at the wedding, however came about, but that was uh, awesome that, that he was able to take the time and do it. Um, Caleb, thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Another episode, episode 22, now in the books. Check us out, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. Check us out, Listen, subscribe, rate, rate, review, let us know what you think. And everyone have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. We hope you enjoy your time with your family. And we can't wait to be back with you here on the Connected by Scenes podcast. Catch you on the flip side. Peace.